Welcome to Mad Toast Live. This is a special green room edition. We'll be talking uh, with Patrick Connedy of the atmospheric band Square Wave and listening to their live show that was recorded at the East Side Club in Madison, Wisconsin on August 19th, 2011.
Hi, Patrick. Hello, it's nice to be here. <laughs> Glad to have you. You drove all the way in from? Uh, I drove in from Rio, Wisconsin. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Okay. Well, it's like 40, 45 minutes. Okay. But I was the closest of the three of us. Right. <laughs> and it's windy out there. It's brewed a lot of leaves out there now. Yeah. It's Wet a good leaves. time of year, but it is chilly. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe this is a little out of, out of character because we're all listening to the live show that you played there, and now we're talking about <laughs> yeah. leaves. <laughs> yeah, it was brutally hot then, and yeah. it's nice now. Yeah. And that was uh, a special thanks to uh, Tag Evers from uh, True Endeavors, who uh, made this show possible and are doing a lot more great shows now at the East Side Club. Mm-hmm. And I understand it's, it's gonna, there are going to be even more of them yeah, it was coming a, up um, next summer. Playing there was nice. I mean, this, you couldn't ask for a better setting. Um, it's right on the lake. It's looking out at the lake. It's really, you know, from you know, dark little clubs to to that sort of vista. Yeah. <laughs> of course, if the sun sets, it's great for the audience because yeah. the audience's back is to the sun there. Yeah. And we played weddings there, and and uh, but the bands, which is cool, because you're kind of sort of like you don't even need the bright lights because no, you have and the we played. Sun. You've got the we sun pl- setting in your Yeah, face. we played yeah. first, so it was still light. Yeah. And uh, the, the second band had sort of dusk, which I thought was cool, and then yeah. nighttime. But no, it was bright, so you couldn't see any of your lights on your pedals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I <laughs> hate, hate that. So it was fun. <laughs> I hate that. No, it was cool. That was really Some of the cool. newer pedals are getting a little better about that. Yeah. Aren't they? I don't know what. Super bright. LEDs or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, it's interesting to find out, too, that we have... Uh, some folks in common here. Jeff Jagiello. Jagiello. I've never been able to pronounce his name. Jagiello. Thank you. It's Jeez, real, you're good. Real quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have an interesting last name, too. Comedy. Comedy, yeah. It's not how it... It's spelled differently than it sounds. Yeah, yeah, to put the put the emphasis right at yeah. the front. And it, lo- it looks like Kanati. <laughs> yeah, Kanati. Kanati. Yeah. Um, and it very, may very well be correctly. Do I don't know. Do they just call you Patrick ain't? Naughty sometimes? Y- you can. No, no one ever has. No, I won't. <laughs> But uh, we knew Jeff way back with Ivory Library. Yeah. Great Madison band. Our friend Peter Brune was a drummer, and we knew everybody in the band. But I didn't remember that. So you were at the tail end. You were in that band. Yep. I was uh, in a band. I was going to school in Stevens Point and was in a band called Push. Okay. And um, we were recording with Jeff, who had a studio at the time in the other guitarist's house. Yeah. And... Shortly after that was recorded, that guitarist left the band. So Jeff knew me from that recording yeah. and asked, would I mind? And I thought, sure, I can do two bands for a while. And Yeah. Um, it didn't uh, push. Uh, the guy in Push, Owen, was you know super talented and still is, as far as I know. And um, But it w- didn't take long. I knew my where my heart was. Yeah closer to musically was Ivory Library, the yeah. stuff that they were playing. Now, it, there's some similarity between the bands, right? I mean, Jeff's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the atmospheric guitars, the, yeah. the stacked um, you know, sound. Ivory Library's albums, uh, especially the second one, were closer to what we sounded like live, you yeah. know, more rocking and loud uh, guitars. And I think Square Wave has taken that even further... Yeah. I think we still are atmospheric uh, at times, but, um, you know, I think every practice we talk about how we need to turn down, <laughs> and we just keep getting louder. You don't obviously <laughs> don't want to turn down. Yeah, why? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
But is is there a keyboard player in the band? There's not. But but on the recording. On the recording, there's all kinds of yeah. um, keyboards and yeah. Um, but not necessarily like uh, to where if a keyboardist were there, like can you play this part? You yeah. know, it's it's a lot of just. It really is predominantly um, a guitar-driven sort of band. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of other stuff going on. And who played the keyboard on your album? Um, probably mostly Jeff. I played a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, okay. The way it kind of works is if Jeff writes a song, um, he pretty much does everything on that song, with the yeah. exception of like drums, and, and I might record a guitar part. And um, it's the same if I write a song. I uh, do most of the tracks, and then Jeff sort of engineers it and puts his take on it. Yeah. Um, but the main, like the recording, you know, the brains behind the all the recording is mostly Jeff. He's, he's pretty good. Well, I, I <laughs> didn't that. realize cool. that uh, just reading your, you know, things on the website, but that Jeff had been a, uh, um, it's interesting talking about Jeff. He's not here. We do have a <laughs> stool there, though, this sort of, uh, with a missing man formation Call my here. beer Jeff. Uh, yeah, we'll call your beer Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Jeff's getting smaller. <laughs> <laughs> getting shorter by the second. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I didn't realize that Jeff was an in, had been an engineer at uh, Smart. Yeah, for a while, I, I couldn't, I can't really speak to how long. It wasn't yeah. that long, but I, I don't want to, like, say. Yeah. But he was, yeah. He so, worked uh, there. The iconic uh, studio here, uh, Smart Studios, if you're mm-hmm. if unfamiliar with that. It was like yeah. late, mid mid to late 90s, yeah. 96. Yeah, they were going gangbusters yeah. then, too. Mm-hmm. I think Butch, I'm trying to remember when Butch had started working with like Sonic Youth and Garbage. It was kind of early 90s, I think, or l- very early 90s. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but that was kind of, it was still... Yeah, it was, it still was definitely pretty hard. happening at yeah. that time. And that was a great studio. Yeah. Man, talk oh. about, that must have been a, like a kid in a, in a candy shop. Yeah. At a, working at, for, for an engineer, being at a place like that. <laughs> it's like, I want to do this. Oh, I can. I've yeah. got all of this stuff. Yeah, their yeah. gear, I, from what I've heard, was, I'd never, I think I've, I can count on one hand the number of times I've been in there, but um, yeah, it's a pretty impressive place, yeah. I guess. Oh, So I was going to ask you, is the new stuff you're working on kind of like, there's a description that's really cool of your 2009 CD, Throwing Stones. It says, a nocturnal multiverse of rippling sonics, like shimmering that. guitar, and witty songwriting. That was Is, from, uh, you think your next one's going to be... <laughs> 77 Square. Described like yeah. that? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> no. Um, uh, yeah, I, I guess it's... Um, well, that's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I would never describe yeah. our music quite so like whatever. that. So whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, we try to be, uh, I, I don't know if we try to be anything. We just try to be honest to whatever yeah. the song was that, that we came up with. And uh, um, we're all interested, you know, Jeff and I and Brandon are interested in sound. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, I, <laughs> you know, the song maybe is, is first. And then to try to just be who um, you are and stuff. Yeah. That's one of the cool things about writing together with a band is that no matter what sort of seeming style you may delve into that may be sort of different from another one, the thing that always holds it together is the fact that it's still you guys yeah. doing it. So your sound will be there 
even if it's undescribable right. with each different kind of thing you do. Right. And I think a good test of that, and, and we, we uh, you know, when we play out, of course, it's predominantly our songs, but we always throw in one cover. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's cool getting feedback about, you know, you know, we played we play Black Eyed Dog by Nick Drake. I don't know if you guys, mm-hmm. I'm sure you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's such a beautifully, you know, kind of dark song, the way Nick Drake plays it. Yeah. You know, and we take it exactly where we, you know, we don't think about it. It just becomes what we do, and it's loud, and it's, you know, it's still us. Yeah. Yeah. I love That's the cool. idea of a band that plays like like you guys do, playing outdoor venues like the East Side Club or whatever. And you know, sometimes when you play outdoors, you know, your sound feels like your sound just goes away. Mm-hmm. It's but to be able to fill fill a space sonically, mm-hmm. I mean, when it's done right, when you're outside, is, yeah, is uh, pretty awesome. Is yeah. is uh, yeah, it's a great experience. Yeah, we're not lacking for sound. <laughs> <laughs> so I what's guess. what's uh, like? What kind of amps do you play? Um, to get technical for a second. Yeah. Uh, well, Jeff and I are huge nerds. Uh, Jeff plays a, a Tone King uh, ca- Comet, Yeah, I think. And, and now, I don't know, a few months ago, we bought an AC30 Vox. Okay. So he likes that jangly, yeah. chimey. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's a pretty intense sound. And I have an amp that um, is based on uh, a Princeton Reverb. Okay. Uh, it's mm-hmm. an amp that I built, um, so it's like a bigger, oh, cool. beefier version yeah. of that sort of circuit. And um, wow, you know, Jeff, we both have a lot of pedals, and tr- you know, it's it's easy to take hits because of all the pedals we have. Yeah. You know, it's it's sort of easy for people to look at it and say, you know, well, you're just you know relying yeah. on all these tricks and. And, uh, you but know, that's and not it's really like this, how it's musicians like, use them. And, and we've got a laptop, you know, on uh-huh. stage. So it's another way for people to sort of dismiss. But it's, you know, our take on it is as long as it's, there's some sort of soul behind it and it's, yeah. you're just staying true to the music, you know, who cares if you have uh, whatever up there. It's as long as you're... Right, you're still, you're still creating. Yeah. Creating. You're still playing the notes. And yeah. Jeff has the rotosphere. Isn't that awesome? I've had that for <laughs> years. The rotosphere is a, uh, yeah, that Leslie simulator yep. pedal. And yeah. I love it on the, on the Mando, and especially, actually, like the, the electric Mando with four strings, so the guitars, it oh, sounds yeah, great. Sure. Sound, I love it on the fiddle because you've got to sustain already. Mm-hmm. So if you play those sort of organ sounding yep. sort of licks, you go, yeah. I love it. I've had people come up and say, Where's the Where's organ? Where's the organ? Yeah, right. Go, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a cool one. You ever played with a with actual Leslie on stage? No, I I haven't either. No, <laughs> I've, we've played with other people with Leslies on stages. But there's I mean, a guy who, who sells a a small cabinet that you kind of put together yourself. That's an actual um, rotary, and I've always you know it'd be yeah. cool to have, but you know it's just more stuff. Yeah, when yeah you that's can, true. When you can just slap that on a, a board, <laughs> exactly. Right. You know, when half, half most people wouldn't. Well, keyboard players could tell the difference. Aficionados might tell the yeah. difference. But yeah, and the texture of everything, it right. really may. And yeah. we should say again, we're speaking with uh, Patrick Conady of, uh, of the uh, band Square Wave. Uh, and we're listening to audio from the East Side Club in Madison, Wisconsin, from a show they did on August 19th, 2011. 
that was a uh, mm-hmm. True Endeavors uh, production. Mr. Tag Evers here, great uh, promoter here in Madison area. Yeah. So great talking to you. Oh, yeah, it's been great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Square wave. All right, thanks, guys.
you.
Thanks.
Thank you. All right, you've been listening to the great band Square Wave, located here in Madison, Wisconsin. You can find out more about them on Facebook and on MySpace. And we'd like to thank Andy LaValle from Bear Sound, our technical producer. And thanks to Tag Evers and True Endeavors, uh, a great uh, promoter here in Madison. Look for more great shows at the East Side Club in Madison in the summer of 2012. And we'd like to thank WORT 89.9 FM listener-sponsored community radio. You can also stream or download our past episodes on our website um, called madtoastlive.com or find us in the podcast directory of iTunes. And if you're a business that would like to become an underwriter of Mad Toast Live or would like to make a cash donation to support our ongoing operational and advertising expenses, please contact us through our website, madtoastlive.com. Thank you for listening.